0: The question we hope to get to the bottom of is this, why is banning straws so controversial? All Inclusive, a podcast on inclusion, innovation, and social justice with Jay Ruderman. Welcome to All Inclusive. I'm your host, Jay Ruderman. And on today's show, we will address one of the most hotly debated topics across the world. From Scotland to Taiwan, environmentalists are fighting to ban single-use plastic straws in countries around the world to protect the environment. In the United States alone, cities like Seattle and New York City have banned plastic straws. States including California, New Jersey, Washington, Florida, and Hawaii are considering the ban as we speak. The question we hope to get to the bottom of is this, why is banning straws so controversial? Today, I'd like to welcome our guest to this podcast. She's an attorney, a PhD candidate for social policy and management at Brandeis University, a writer who wrote the first major article on the straw ban, I Need Plastic Straws to Drink, I Also Want to Save the Environment. Welcome. Robin Powell and thank you for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So our environment is in dire straits. Plastics are a big part of the environmental crisis and it seems like an easy fix to say, okay, plastic straws are a problem. Why is it an issue? What concerns you about the ban on plastic straws?
1: So first of all, I completely agree. Um, We need to give much more attention to our environment. Um, It is definitely long overdue. But as a woman with a disability who depends on straws to drink, um, I am very concerned about the straw bans. The straw ban has really um, demonstrated the extent to which people with disabilities are often excluded from conversations that directly impact them. Drinking is something that you need to do in order to uh, live. Um, And in order for me to be able to drink, I actually need to have a straw. And that is what is concerning to me right now. Um, Myself and most people with disabilities, we rely on straws. It's an accommodation when you're out in public. Um, I see it as it's not a luxury, it's a necessity. Um, And again, I agree that we need to be addressing um, the waste of plastic. I think there are many ways that we can be doing so without... Um, taking away straws from people with disabilities.
0: So let's break this down a little bit. First of all, some of the solutions that have been offered, uh, paper straws, metal straws, a person with disability can carry their own straws. Why are these not ideal solutions? And maybe you could talk a little bit about your own personal experience. Why is a straw, not to get too personal, but why is a plastic straw so important to you?
1: Absolutely. So personally, I have arthrogryposis, which is a physical disability that affects my muscles and joints. Um, I have limited use of my hands and legs, and I use a power wheelchair. I'm physically unable to pick up a cup. And so for me, this, again, is really a personal issue. Now, you've mentioned there are a number of alternatives, um, and some of them are paper straws um, and the metal straws and For me, personally, both of those straws actually would work for me. I actually use those personally at my house. But what the issue is, is those don't work for a lot of people with disabilities. Um, Paper straws dissolve very quickly, which becomes a choking hazard. You also can't use them with hot beverages, so I can't use them if I have a hot beverage. Um, The metal straws are really problematic for people who have Parkinson's or other um, involuntary movements. If they clench down while they're drinking on a metal straw, they're going to break a tooth to be frank. Um, so that is why it's such an issue. And then carrying straws around it has been proposed and that comes with its own slew of problems. First of all, we're putting the onus on people with disabilities to now provide their own accommodations, which I see as fundamentally wrong, if not also illegal, Um, we wouldn't ask a non-disabled person to bring their own silverware. Is that something we're going to start doing next? Not only is this putting the onus on you have to bring your own straw, but it overlooks the fact that people with disabilities are historically um, living below poverty level. So now we're asking them to go out and purchase these reusable straws, which are more expensive than plastic straws. We're also assuming then that people with disabilities will be able to carry their own straws. They'll have to go home and have someone who can help them clean the straws. We're just putting all these responsibilities um, on people with disabilities just to be able to drink, and I just think that that is unacceptable. Um, And I agree, again, we need to be coming up with an alternative. I'm not at all disputing that. What I think is that we need to be working with the disability community and the environmental rights groups to try to come up with a solution that works for everyone. And just doing a flat-out ban without engaging with the disability community is going to be harmful.
0: So... Has that not happened? Have these major corporations, municipalities, states who've taken this action, have they not consulted with the disability community?
1: Not until recently. Now that there's been a lot more media attention, I do see some engagement occurring, but it's still disability rights activists having to push their way into the conversation, which is so common with so many things in this world It was an afterthought. It was these unintended consequences um, that people with disabilities would be harmed. I'm really not sure that it was ever on anyone's radar. I think that was a a glaring omission, probably. So at this point, people with disabilities are trying to push their way to the table. And again, it's not that we are at all against the environment. Um, We need the environment just like everyone else, Um, but we also need to be able to drink. And that's um, where I think the solution really is for disability rights activists and manufacturers to work together um, to come up with a solution um, that will work for all people that are affected by straw bans and really the people that use straws the most, those that rely on straws.
0: So any examples of that, anything that has popped up over the last few weeks where companies or municipalities have come to the disability community saying, let's sit down and, and, and work on
1: this? So I'm not aware necessarily of anything to that level. I think that what a lot of companies such as Starbucks have come out and said is, oh, no, we're still going to have straws available. You're going to just need to ask if you need one. And that on itself is a great idea, I think, but I'm curious and slightly concerned about how it's implemented. There's Starbucks all across the country and across the world. So I'm concerned about how all Starbucks locations are going to implement this and carry it out um, You know, I could go into one Starbucks and I ask for a straw and I get a very lovely response and a straw handed to me. I go to another Starbucks and I'm worried that I'm going to get some questioning. Do you really need a straw? You know, I don't need to feel bad about myself. And I feel like there are people out there that are getting shamed at this point for needing straws. And I think that that's what my concern is. So if we can come up with some sort of on demand system where um, it really is truly on demand, no questions asked, and I think that that would be um, an alternative for now.
0: So we've we've had many cases with airlines where people have said to people with disabilities who are entering um, the process of getting on an airline, uh, prove to me that you have a disability. What is your disability? So is that your concern, like if you walk into a Starbucks or, or any other um, location that you may be encountered with someone or people with disabilities may be encountered and said, prove to me why you need a straw.
1: So yeah, that's my concern. I think that too often people with disabilities are forced to prove that they have a disability. Um, and I think that that is really problematic. Um, myself, I have a very physical um, invisible disability. So I'm not certain that I would encounter any of that. Although I have been shamed even by some people I know personally. So I could see it as something, you know, Robin, why can't you just drink with a reusable straw, really? Is this this big of a deal? Why are you so upset? And these are people that I know personally. So if people I know personally have some concerns or some um, negative feelings towards this, I worry that folks that have no connection to people with disabilities will also feel it very strongly.
0: So we're trying to really take two different interest groups that are not at odds and focus on the rights of people with disabilities to be able to be included and part of society and to be able to go into an establishment and enjoy a drink and also the environmental community who's saying these are really, this is the worst of the worst in terms of uh, affecting the environment and it needs to be done away with. So are you aware of any links between the disability community and environmental groups that are trying to work this out or are we just sort of like talking past each other?
1: I think that because of all the attention that's gone to this issue in the last month or two, there are starting to become some linkages between the groups. I think that historically they haven't necessarily worked together, particularly on this issue, so I do see a lot of opportunities at this point. Um, and I know that personally I have been reached out by a few groups since writing this article um, who have expressed an interest in really wanting to work with the disability rights community and come up with an alternative solution. I don't think that any of this was done with any sort of malice. I just honestly think that this was an oversight. And um, I think that at this point, we really need to just try to correct it, um, again, because this has many unintended consequences that just weren't considered.
0: And maybe you could talk a little bit about uh, the landmark civil rights legislation, the Americans with Disabilities Act and the need for accommodations and public uh, places, being able to, the onus on them to provide accommodation. So you, you mentioned in the beginning, because people may say, why don't you carry some straws with you? And then you buy your drink and you can use your own straw. Why is that not a great solution?
1: Right. So the Americans with Disabilities Act was passed in 1990. So we're almost approaching the 30th anniversary at this point. Um, and part of the ADA is that, public accommodations have to provide reasonable accommodation. So that's things like restaurants and hotels and movie theaters and sporting events. Anything that's really open to the public does need to provide a reasonable accommodation. I would argue that straws are a reasonable accommodation. The other part of the ADA that's important to remember um, is when the ADA Amendments Act was passed in 2008, the focus was really to shift it away from people with disabilities having to prove that they have a disability. We should really Believe it. If someone requests a dis- an accommodation or that they say that there's been any sort of discrimination, we shouldn't focus our attention on, well, does this person actually have a disability? But instead, is there an accommodation needed or was there discrimination happening? So again, I think this may violate both the um, spirit of the law and possibly the letter of the law.
0: Okay, so this is sort of bubbling up and and over the summer has become a hot topic because of, you know, companies like Starbucks and and major uh, municipalities and states taking action. Has the government gotten involved at all?
1: I don't know that anyone has taken that much of a step back. I do know that some um, cities have... um gone and said, you know, this is not going to affect people with disabilities. Of course, straws should still be available for people with disabilities. And again, that just goes to my concern. Are they really going to be available? And how do we ensure that they are actually available?
0: So let's back up a little bit about the issue of segregation. And people with disabilities are roughly 20% of our society and one of the largest minority groups in our country and around the world. But yet the society tends to be very fractured. Uh, And people coming at it from different, different angles. So is that an issue? Do you see that a lack of unification on the disability community hindering this uh, push to have equal access to drinks in public places?
1: Well, you know, you know that you mentioned that people with disabilities are one of the largest minorities. And actually, last week, the CDC came out with new numbers that said now it's one in four people in the United States have a disability. So we're, we're a growing group, um, it seems. And within the disability community, there, of course, are um, a variety of different experiences and needs. And so I do think that we in the disability community need to come together more on this issue. It doesn't affect one type of disability, Um People with neurological disabilities are affected by straw bans, physical disabilities, people with developmental disabilities are affected. It really does cut across a lot of disability groups. Um, And I think that we as a community really need to unite on this issue. Um, And I think that you know it speaks to a larger issue, the fact that this wasn't considered when plastic bans were put in place. People with disabilities re-exist in substantial numbers, and yet I don't think it was considered at all. I find that pretty ironic because people with disabilities, I would assume, are the biggest consumers of plastic straws. Um, and I think that just goes to the fact that society continues to really overlook the disability community despite us existing in large numbers.
0: So how do you work to become not enemy number one to the environmental community? I mean, what what's the strategy on that?
1: Well, I personally think that What we need to do is show, first of all, and I said that in the title of my article, I need plastic straws to drink, but I also want to save the environment. And that is completely true for myself. And I would assume most people with disabilities, I'm very much into protecting the environment. Um, Personally, I don't use plastic bags and I go and recycle everything I can. I'm very into it. And I think that what we need to do is realize that this is not people with disabilities being against the environment. And also, it's not environmental rights groups being against people with disabilities. And once we can get through that um, and realize there's not this false dichotomy, I think then we can actually come up with a solution. It doesn't have to be either or. And I think that that is where we seem to be stuck in some ways. Um, In some ways, it feels like um, disability rights is being pitted against environmental rights. And this is something that has happened historically. Social justice is always being pitted against environmental justice. And can they be connected? And can you get both social justice and environmental justice? And I think the answer is yes. I think we just need to be inclusive of both perspectives.
0: Right. I do think that there's a solution here. And, and you know, with um, corporations and governments, they can work these issues out. One of the issues that I'm concerned about is that the disability community is often seen as a community that is deserving of charity and not of rights. And that's a stigma that's really hard to break through where a lot of people historically see people with disabilities as like, oh, well, we have to take care of them because they're less fortunate instead of they're human beings who are part of our society who need accommodations in order to be fully integrated in part of our society? So, along with the uh, fight to have your ability or people with disabilities' ability to have access to straws, is there an overall issue here that you're combating against?
1: No, you're absolutely right. So historically, we have seen people with disabilities as deserving of charity, and that has really led to um, this really unfortunate view of people with disabilities, honestly. I think that people don't see the ADA, for instance, as a civil right, but more as a charitable thing. You know, oh, we need to make the buildings accessible so those poor people with disabilities can come into our business and not, oh, if we make our business accessible, then we'll get more business. Um, And how we shift that conversation is what really needs to happen at this point. I think that the problem is disability or seen as a medical perspective as instead of a social construct. And I think that if we can see this as another marginalized community, we can really start to shift the conversation and make it more about civil rights. And that's what it is. Disability rights are civil rights at the end of the day. And how we get there is really changing how we perceive disability. And we can pass as many laws as we want, but until we can change that conversation and those perceptions, this is going to continue to happen.
0: So how do you see, if you if you go look in your, into your crystal ball how is this going to develop? I mean, since you wrote this, this article, which was sort of the first one out there, have you been contacted by companies and, and municipalities and governments and said, what can we do better? Um, are you becoming an expert on this issue or is it more like, okay, well, I said what I had to say, which was important and it was sort of a drop in the bucket?
1: Yeah, no. So I um, did write one of the first articles, and I've been thrilled to see that there have been dozens since then. Um, I think that's great that we're getting out there and really increasing awareness of these issues. I have heard from some um, plastic straw companies who have said, you know, we're working on making alternatives. Will you try this one out? Um, I know that advocates are working with their local municipalities on um, this issue. I know that folks out in California are doing a lot of work now on this issue because there are a number of straw bans being considered in um, cities across California, and that's where the disability rights movement began. So I think that's important that people with disabilities out there get really involved. I think that there is a growing awareness of this, and I really think that that is what is necessary. There's still a need for more people to understand these issues. I mean... When I first wrote the article, I was emailed by all kinds of people and sent tweets, you know, saying you you don't get it or why don't you use reusable straws? And I said, did you read the article? Or, you know, we can't worry about this. We have to worry about the environment. And again, I think that's this, it doesn't have to be an either or. And I think that that is where the issue lies. And this is not people with disabilities being against the environment. And it's just how can we do that by also making sure that we have our ability to live in the community. And that involves needing to be able to drink. So what's your
0: closing sort of argument to someone who says, listen, I really care about the environment. Our um, world is being inundated by trash and plastic that you know doesn't break down, that's going to be in landfills and is going to destroy our environment. You're proposing a solution that sort of doesn't help us reach that goal immediately, how do you interact with people who just don't implicitly get your message at this point?
1: Right now, I think that we have two ways we should be approaching this. Um, first, we need to look at how we can implement appropriately on-demand straws so that if I go to a business, I ask for a straw, it's given to me no questions asked. Um, that doesn't mean that every person gets a straw, but if they ask for one, they get. That will absolutely decrease the use of straws. Secondly, um, manufacturers and environmental rights groups and disability rights activists really need to get together and try to come up with an alternative solution that will work for all people. And I'm certain that there is a solution out there. I don't see why there wouldn't be. And then the other thing I just want to point out is straws aren't great for the environment. And that is absolutely true. But research has shown that straw bans aren't necessarily that effective. Um, I recently read a study that showed that plastic bag bans are far more effective at protecting the environment. So why are we so focused on these straws when there are so many other ways we can be working on this issue? I don't think that it has to necessarily be just straws, straws, straws. Um, And while I agree we need to be thinking about that, we should also be thinking about ways we can reduce our use of plastic. Because we use plastic every day for far too many things, and I think that we can be reducing it.
0: Well, it may have to do with the fact there are major companies who are serving beverages all over the country and all over the world who may have seen this as a quick fix, as a way to do their part to make the environment more healthy. And as as you said earlier, it was probably an oversight that they didn't really consult with the disability community. Um, one of the things that I'm concerned about is the is fractionalization of the disability communities that we're not all sort of together saying the same thing at the same time with a powerful voice, and a company may look at it and say, Okay, well there's sort of there's a dozen different people saying the same things. Has there been any movement to bring the disability community together on this issue and to release one statement that sort of encompasses many different disability organizations?
1: I think that that is something that is needed, but I'm not aware that there has been any sort of concerted effort toward that at this point. I think that the arguments are pretty consistent. Um, I think we're all kind of saying the same arguments, but we're not saying from the same voice. And I think that is an issue that um, needs to be addressed. And there needs to be um, some unification around the issue. I agree. Um, It's absolutely something that's overdue at this point.
0: Well, I'm very impressed by the fact that the disability community has jumped on this very quickly and made it an issue in the press and gotten the attention of companies and municipalities and gotten them to rethink. And I think if that uh, messaging and advocacy is consistent, I think it will have you know real results. So I commend you for what you're doing because I think advocacy is the way to influence society and move it forward. So Robin, I appreciate your time and your scholarship, and your advocacy, and your life's work, and trying to make our society better for people with disabilities, and more inclusive, and at the same time, being cognizant of issues of environmental rights. So, I really see you as a leader, and I want to really appreciate you for joining us today on All Inclusive, and thank you for your input. It was really helpful.
1: Thank you for having
0: me. All Inclusive is a production of the Ruderman Family Foundation. Our key mission is the full inclusion of people with disabilities in all aspects of society.
1: You can find All Inclusive on Apple Podcast, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. To view the show notes, transcripts,
0: or to learn more, go to rudermanfoundation.org forward slash all inclusive.